0: watch: a guilt-free dive in those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we look at a movie that either we or our guests love, but society shames them for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while watching these movies like the miracles that they are. And today, we are going to Earth, changing our clothes several times, and... Doing other superpowers stuff, because we're watching Supergirl. I didn't try that hard on today's intro. You can mulligan. You can mulligan, James. Uh, okay. I'm James White, uh, One of the hosts of uh, uh, of this podcast. Uh, right. Down below my screen currently is uh, Aaron Salinas. Aaron, uh, who are you? Uh, hi, guys. My name is Aaron Salinas. I'm an e- the
1: editor, all-around snuggly guy here at... Uh, at, uh, uh, what's watch. Uh, name, Shamewatch. Um, I'm, uh, I, I think I'm a nice guy. I'm a pretty uh, happy, cheerful guy. And I watched a movie alongside a good friend of mine who's below me. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Johnson chief archivist of flatfilms.com.
1: Flatfilms, even during
2: pandemic, we're putting out stuff all the time. Uh, check our channel every single week. We're putting out a new video every single week uh it's it's usually just a transcription of the podcast uh on the youtube channel so like a, but we are, we're still technically putting out a video a week so in, you know you uh,
0: that automation works which it has uh, been lately so uh
2: speaking of automation uh talking to our own super girl
3: olivia slapping Oh, hey i'm the social media Here's. coordinator uh, yeah. First trap queen, and uh, I'm also a co-host of Shame Watch TV exclusively on Patreon. So yeah, I'm glad to represent <laughs> females everywhere on the
0: That's true. That's true. Uh, so uh, we we watched the when did this movie come out? Eighties the 80s fleet? 1984. When? 84? 84? 1984? 1984. <laughs> yes, I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but enough about my uh, uh, pop punk obsession. We watched uh, Supergirl and it was a film. Uh, it's more than just a film. It's a film with Peter O'Toole. That's That's true. Uh, I I really liked how they just went for it. <laughs> like, is that the I know that sounds like so aggressive, but no, it's like they didn't. They just did it. They're like, no, 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 this is fine. This is great. We're just gonna do it. Shots were in focus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that the boom picked up the sound.
2: What? Uh- Let's, let's ask around. What what are your history with the Superman films in general? Because there's a sizable chunk of films that feature Superman. Uh,
0: well, the first time I watched a Superman uh, incarnation was uh, Smallville, the CW show. Oh, really? Ah. Yeah. 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 Like, I remember before that, I saw a part of Superman 1 and this was when I was young and like, uh, Clark Kent, uh, or Kal-El, uh, comes down on, uh, uh, the, the planet earth and then, uh, his parents, his earth parents find them and he lifts up right. the truck and you see, uh, a, a, the little boy penis and I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. So I, I, stopped. And then several years later, I watched, uh, Smallville. Have you never listened to Nirvana then? What? Go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very good. Uh, and I never got to finish Smallville, but it's on Hulu right now, so I'm gonna marathon that oh. one day. Marathon all the seasons of Smallville. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it, Kenny. That's but yeah, that's about. that was my uh, you know introduction to the world, and then eventually I watched like Justice League and. Um, So,
2: basically, you've watched five minutes of the Christopher Reeve Superman movies.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's about it. Uh, Yes. Sure. Olivia? Aaron?
3: Oh, okay. I've seen one of the Christopher Reeve films. I watched it with my mom, I want to say, when I was younger. And I remember my mom was telling me, like, what a legendary actor he was. And then I saw... One day when my aunt would just come to the house, like, after school, she played the 2006 version with Brandon <laughs> Routh and oh, Kate Bosworth. But I don't remember that film, which obviously is a sign that it's so forgettable. But I actually have not seen the ones with Henry Cavill. I've, it's not this, that Superman doesn't interest me. It's just more of, like, I, I was more of a Batman, mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Nolan kind of girl. And so Mm -hmm. Superman, it's taken me a little bit longer to kind of get into. But I also do remember my uncle, my late uncle used to be like really into comics. And when he lived with us for a time, he had brought several like special edition comics that he had had with him. And occasionally like he would allow us to kind of take it out (laughs) of the plastic and like look through it and then put it back in the plastic. (laughs) Nice. Please. So I always I always associate like Superman and and superheroes and comics with with his love for for DC.
1: Um, I don't know if my dad got into like uh like superhero stuff because he had a like he had a kid or if he, I just remember my dad really liking Superman when I grew Ooh. up. Um, he liked superhero movies and stuff. Um, but I remember distinctly watching the Christopher Ree films. Anytime it was on, we'd always go ahead and, and stay on watching it. Um, he always liked, uh, from what I can remember, my dad, I don't know if they inadvertently just did because of the brands, but my dad liked more DC stuff. And my mom liked more Marvel stuff. She liked a lot more X-Men. She liked Blade. She liked stuff like that. And my, my dad, he was very much, I think my dad was very much into the Superman just cause he's a good guy. He's a, He's a good guy doing right, but he also liked yeah. Batman as well just because, you know, he's the the, the normal dude, the normal everyday billionaire that we <laughs> all are uh, who's able to uh, use his resources for good and vigilante uh, tactics. But yeah, I remember uh, Christopher Reeve pretty well. And I remember, I kind of remember Christopher Reeve's passing that it kind of rekindled my dad rewatching yeah. them. A little bit because I remember he, he told me he was like, yeah, he he had an accident and he's now in a wheelchair. I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And then I remember like a few years later, because just as a kid, like your memory gets kind of chopped in between yeah. some stuff. And I remember learning of his passing. I was like, well, I could have wanted to just learn about this guy. And now he's passing. You were just in that movie. How did what? Like, um, but yeah, and that kind of because I remember that was kind of like a big day in America almost where. Everybody was like, "Whoa, that was our first kind of agreed upon good superhero yeah. film come to life." And now he was, you know, passed. So that was that was. I remember that kind of starting up, and I believe he passed in two thousand four. Am I right?
2: I have no
0: uh, idea.
1: Christopher Reeve.
0: I'm I'm gonna say yes. Wow, good job, Aaron. Yeah, 2004.
1: 2004? Yeah, so I would have been 10, and I remember that kind of, like, I think that's when my dad, like, got a box set of Superman. He was like, all right, going to honor this guy, and then he would just, like, watch him. Um, but, yeah, that's, oh, and, of course, uh, and this is also kind of fitting because I think this is coming out around the time of Zack Snyder's oh, yeah. cut coming to HBO.
3: Snyder Cut!
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, Snyder Cut. Oh,
0: yeah, let's, we can talk about that for a sec.
1: But yeah, i uh like I like I like Henry Cavill. I think does a good job. I prefer him with the mustache. I think he looks better. Um, so if he if Superman with the mustache, I would have been all for I it. Think... But wasn't a big fan of the blue filter.
0: Yeah, the, you mean just the blue, the blue overlay.
1: Yeah, just the the blue overlay. And I kind of like that he killed General Zod. Kinda, even though he doesn't do that. You really? know, big no no. Sure.
2: Uh, it's, 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 yeah, <laughs> I love Superman. Superman uh, to explain the just the white candle that I am. Superman is my favorite superhero. Period. Uh, outrageously white bread choice, sure, but uh, Superman reminds me a lot of my dad. Uh, very much someone that always rises to the occasion, no matter what, and bends over backwards to make miracles happen. Uh, often at his own expense and un- unlike spider-man oh, uh, be easy well uh, unlike <laughs> Superman ever externalizes that or complains um, he but you like you see the anguish mm-hmm. on, but he he literally has no one else to relate to Uh he can't. He can't. Sympath- he he can't have anyone empathize with him or sympathize, uh, right? Looking up to him, and that's that. That's for me the drama of, of the darn thing. He's someone that can do all of these things, and just kind of has to take it.
0: Um, yeah, because he's he's the story of like responsibility. I think Spider Man is too, but different responsibility.
2: Definitely, uh, He case of apples and oranges. Um, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm
2: you know apples are way better
0: all right all right and that's why it's spider-man because they're both red um i think uh listen aaron let me have this uh well also like superman has that like atlas complex like that's the personification of the atlas complex where like you have to hold up the world sometimes quite literally in superman's case uh but if you don't hold up the world no one else will and i know plenty of people with that mindset One of them being me sometimes. Certainly. And some people hold up not just Superman, but Supergirl.
2: Uh, Like listener Chad Warren, who sent us this as a suggestion because we are in the midst of doing the Wheel of Shame. Uh,
0: Yes. And for those of you who don't know what the Wheel of Shame is, Aaron, how about you explain it?
1: Sure thing, James. So the wheel of shame is uh, suggestions taken from our audience, uh, usually through our social media posts. Uh, just find us at Shame Watch Pod, Shame Watch on Facebook, um, Shame Watch Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, respond whenever we put out uh, questions for the uh, the the shame the wheel of shame. We're gonna need to fill it back up soon. Um, so yeah, give us some suggestions. It's a lot of fun because there's I don't know about you guys, but there's a little anxiety to just watching the thing kind of tick away and you're like ah 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 dang it really wanted to watch trolls um but yeah so it's a lot of fun guy like i said hit us up on shame watch pod on twitter facebook or twitter and instagram shame watch uh on facebook
0: james hello uh that's all i had let's hear some context from chad first oh you're right yes Chad, because we have the clip. Yeah, here is the clip. Now.
2: Here. Play it.
4: When Kenny posted a message looking for what kinds of movies people shame watch, I listed 1984's Supergirl with Helen Slater. The movie opens on the refugees of an exploded Krypton flying through space in a city made of plot holes a beleaguered Peter O'Toole is showing Helen Slater how if you cup the ball while you play with the magic wand you can make magic come out the end the plot is functionally the first Christopher Reeve Superman but squished through a gender flip sieve they tie the films together by using the same actor for Jimmy Olsen but Gene Hackman and Ned Beatty are replaced with Faye Dunaway and Brenda Vaccaro except Brenda Vaccaro is playing Brenda Vaccaro from Zorro the Gay Blade and Faye Dunaway is doing an impression of three entire seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, doing an impression of Joan Crawford. It is a terrible, terrible movie. The dialogue and special effects were stolen from the same 1930s Flash Gordon episode. There's a trip to the Phantom Zone, which is in no way a metaphor for a washed-up actors hitting on young actresses. And a big, dumb boyfriend whose next and last notable role was to sell out John McClane in Die Hard. There's also Peter Cook who is very clearly clocking the paycheck that will hold him over to get him to Mowage, which brings us together today. So why did I watch it? Because in 1984, I was 12 years old and Helen Slater was a sexy older chick with a good job. She was the kind of girl that we were told we should want, blonde hair, blue eyes, all the optimism and innocence of the first 15 minutes of Bambi. Would I watch it again today? Yeah. Because it's nice to be reminded of how far we've come as storytellers in 35 years. It's nice to remember that, like Valentine at the end of Tremors, my idea for a potential partner is no longer a list of physical attributes. There's some kismet in seeing Helen Slater playing Kara Zorel's adopted mother on the current Supergirl TV show, where neither character is played as a doe-eyed ingenue. Also, there's a really terrible Cadillac that's supposed to look like a Phaeton, but actually looks like a Duesenberg that's taken a dump. Um, the 1980s were terrible, I think is what I'm trying to say here. And that uh, concludes Thank my you presentation so much, on Jeff. 1984's Supergirl.
2: Just, he really nailed it, right?
0: I think so. Olivia he just, just started crying because of how beautiful it was.
2: I
3: mean, did you see when Kara, when those two creepy white men were just trying to physically take advantage of her? Yeah. And he slapped one of the guys, like, his hand. And I was like, yes, you slap, girl. You slap.
0: Yeah. yeah. And she does <laughs> slap. Slap <laughs> against Supergirl slaps. She, she,
3: does. <laughs> she does. She does. So she gets Olivia slap and squat as his seal of approval. <laughs> slap, of uh, approval. slap of approval.
2: But one slap of approval that Supergirl does not get is from Rob Gonzalez of eFilmCritic.com, uh, published December 29th, of 2006, and edited because it was a long review. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Supergirl. Is a mess. <laughs> if Superman was a survivor of Krypton, you would be wrong. Turns out Argo City was saved and isolated in space by good guy scientist Zaltar, Peter O'Toole. Peter frickin' O'Toole. Why is he in this? Same reason Ray Dunaway, Peter Cook, and Mia Farrow are in it. The money. Kara, aka girl, Superman's cousin, accidentally loses the all-important Omega Hedron that keeps the, her home city of Argo alive. The Omega Hedron makes its way to Earth, followed inadvertently by Kara, who, upon landing on Earth, mysteriously emerges from a lake with A, her Supergirl costume on, and B, her hair completely dry. The Omega Hedron falls into the hands of campy witch Selena, a Dunaway, who plots world domination. And what does Selena do with the Omega Hedron upon receiving it? Completely dorky things, like starting a car! Making a bimbo spin upside down at a party, and oh, trying to get a hunky landscaper Hart Bachner to fall in love with her. He does not, as luck would have it. He becomes smitten with Supergirl in her civilian guise of Linda Lee. James bookmarked that one, much to Selena's dismay. So basically, Supergirl boils down to a sexist catfight between two fairly powerful women for the affections of a fashionably unshaven landscaper. I like ass-kicking women and part of the disappointment with Supergirl is that, pretty much like her cousin, S-Girl has a hands-off approach to evildoers. She'll use her heat and vision on their weapons or knock them over with her super breath. For her maiden adventure, Supergirl needed a villain she could really unload on physically. The closest she gets is a largely invisible demon. What she got was Oscar-winning actress Faye Dunaway sniffing a paycheck. It's pretty clear the movie was never meant to be taken seriously, but even on its own campy terms, it moves like a tortoise and has no particular rhythm or sense of spectacle. The movie isn't quite campy enough to be a so bad it's good Saturday Night cult favorite. When consciousness campy when conscious campiness fails, it just folds up into lameness.
0: Wow! All right, that was harsh. Cause you know, I think they had fun with this movie.
1: <laughs> uh, to, um,
2: if, if I may be allowed to talk just a hair more, then I swear I'll be quieter. Uh, but to add a little bit more context, um, mm-hmm. I own, whenever Superman, or a little bit after Superman returns, they released a giant DVD box set of all of the Superman related films up to that point. Um, and it's chock full with hours of documentaries literally all of the max fleischer cartoons from the 1940s uh beautiful gorgeous rotoscoped animation um of superman fighting robots and, nice. stopping and all those things it literally has an unaired pilot for a tv show called the adventures of Super pup which was made uh after uh television superman george reeves uh committed suicide i believe wow and wanted to make sure that they could future-proof Superman shows, so they put people in animal costumes and had them do go around doing Superman stuff. <laughs> okay. Hence a box set. Hours of deleted scenes. So many documentaries. There's three discs alone for Superman 2, four discs for Superman the movie. Uh, and yet... This movie was not included in that box set. Whoa. Really? That's the reputation of this film.
1: What? uh, Okay, so does anybody want to, real quick, I know we usually do this where the end, but I I find it fascinating. Does anybody want to take a guess at what the budget was?
0: Oh, I think I looked it up. I think it was, I'll go last. Because I think I know it. Uh Um,
3: 20 million? Again.
0: 20 million,
1: okay. 19 million.
2: Oh, Kenny.
0: 19 million? Okay. I, I uh, think the correct is 23.8 million.
1: Uh, 35. Oh. 35.
0: I looked, I looked no. at a different thing.
1: Uh, does anybody want to take a guess as to how much this I, made? It does not, here's a hint it does not look like there was
0: a worldwide. I'm news. going to say $14,000. Oh shit. I'm
3: gonna say seven million.
2: Okay. Twelve dollars.
1: <laughs> and, and a button. Um a little over 14 million.
3: Hey. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh five coming from opening weekend. Ooh, definitely. Um, really. This was definitely released
2: internationally because for some reason there's multiple different versions. Of this movie, the oh. There's the international. Then there's the
0: restored director's <laughs> <The Snyder laughs> cut. Like, and, the like, and, it, and, and in Japan, it's just called Wild uh, Speed Supergirl. You better
2: play the sound effect right there. Would be furious <laughs> and fast.
0: Hey, room, room
1: but i I think that's fascinating, especially because I think five million is decent especially for something new I mean like it's it's all right for eighty four but after that it seems like they were just like don't go watch it like and that the rest just kind of trickled in just out of interest. it's a super <laughs> without Christopher Reeve as
2: Superman the- it's it's were they, yeah. the only actor that they could get. From the Superman movies Was the guy that played Jimmy Olsen
0: Listen They had fun Alright I Okay well I think
1: I mean Peter O'Toole These are all big gets man
2: the, <laughs> That were uh, More than 21 minutes and, and not a single person has said What they actually feel about this film
0: I keep <laughs> saying They had fun
3: this film was definitely, I, I wouldn't say it was super, super campy like the review suggested, but I think you could just tell with the effects and everything. Like, they probably knew it wasn't high quality effects, but like they, said <laughs> they had fun with it. And that was part of the movie's charm, in my opinion, was knowing how silly, like, her laser beam powers were are looking into the present her present vision oh, yeah. i think i think those were those were features that were just funny to to watch and i don't i i don't know i i, I think that yeah there's a lot of parts that are ridiculous like the fact that selena is like hella thirsty for this random white guy. But I I understand it, so I respect it. She's a strong, beautiful woman with great taste in and classic sparkle, classic diamonds. And she has a great female best friend. Totally respect that too. Yeah.
2: Well, as, oh can we please talk about Bianca and how great she is? Yes. I mean she she takes the movie. One of her first lines in the movie Bianca is, is Selena's I guess roommate.
0: Uh A little age. witch.
2: Yeah. And they, they live- talk about
0: starting a coven.
2: Yeah. Uh and Bianca's first line is look, I'm paraphrasing, but it's not far off. Uh look, if we're going to be able to start a coven, we need to start worrying about property taxes. <laughs> 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 I mean, <it's> not wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh Bianca's very practical. Uh she's great.
0: a plus. Does this movie deserve the Oscar? Does this movie pass the Bechtel test? Yeah, oh, most definitely. Yeah.
3: I think it does. Yeah, because you have Lucy and Linda talking in the dorm and they don't talk about they just talk about their weekend. I know there's that that conversation about Superman and about Clark Kent, but there's like I think there's a few brief mo- um scenes where you can see they're not talking about a man.
2: I mean again Bianca and Selena talk about property taxes and starting a in. So okay yeah that's fair.
1: Yeah I am kind of like Olivia. I this 80 I, I'm a sucker for 80s camp man. And this is just <laughs> I will admit um I like to watch some Bollywood films here yeah. and
0: there. Yeah.
1: Um and Superman Bollywood, I've had more I had more fun watching that than I did this, but I enjoy the camp in this okay. Because like I, I honestly feel James's expression towards this film was the motto on yeah. the set. It was just like yeah. we're having fun. We're having fun. Guys. Let's
2: just, let's having just keep
1: fun. having fun. Peter, you wanna do that again? All right, one take, that's fine. Like it Peter was
2: just, is delicious in this movie. I love him. He's so.
1: This might be top three for me. The top. It might be Oscar it Smith. It might be Lawrence of Arabia, Ratatouille, and this one. <laughs> I
2: mean, Lawrence of Arabia, King Ralph, and uh... <laughs> <coughs> or, or King Ralph Lawrence of Arabia, Super There it is. Yeah.
3: One thing I didn't like about this movie is I do have to agree with the person who reviewed this film is that this film was hella slow. I, the pacing yes. was weird. I was really bored, I think, second act moving forward. Like, once I finished the movie, I had been on my phone, and I was like, wait, I need to look. I have to figure out how she takes down Selena again, because I didn't look that closely. But the first half, you're like, okay, okay. Like, she lands on Earth, and then, then you see that she's going to Take her new alias as Linda Lee. Okay, she's going to the school. Great. But
2: well, then they don't pump. We we've, we've got to talk about this. We've got to talk, Olivia. I'll I'll let you continue. But she okay. doesn't take the alias of Linda Lee. She looks. She's in our, our titular Supergirl is in the uh, I Perfect guess the loves. office right, the academy.
0: Yeah.
2: And the headmaster asked her what her name is. And then she looks over to a portrait of Robert E. Lee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His office. And she goes, Linda Lee. So her name... Her name... <sighs> it's based off of Robert E. Lee. Thank you, Olivia. I, I, I yield my time.
3: No, no, you're okay. Like, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I noticed that, too. But I didn't even think about mentioning it. I thought that was rather interesting. I, I, I had an aha moment when she's being introduced to Lucy and she's like, my name's Lucy Lane. And I'm like, wait, that, that sounds familiar. Cause again, I'm not as well acquainted with the Superman franchise. And I knew of Lois Lane, but I just like, it took yeah. me a little bit longer to kind of connect the dots. And I go, oh, she's related to Lois. And and then they're like, <laughs> it's so funny because they're talking about, oh yeah, my cousin, my cousin Clark. Oh yeah, my uh, is it her? Is it her sister? I my sister so. Lois. I think her? they know each other. And then it was just kind of like, ee, like, ee.
2: was sister Lois's cousin? I really want to be Lois's
0: cousin.
3: Yeah, it I might I, be I, two cousins. They're related in, in some way.
0: Outstanding. I here's uh, here's one thing I I really like is um i like the disguise that supergirl slash linda lee has because it actually makes sense because like just hold on because we've already transcended like any logic because it's all soft magic at this point because just like she lands she gets she already is wearing the costume and then she shows in the forest that she can just change her outfit at will uh like uh, like a disguised self in D and D, it's fine, um, and and we yeah, it's just part of her superpower. So we're just kind of like, okay, that's what she can do in this world. Yes, yeah. but so she can change her appearance at will, and she changes her hair color, and that makes sense because now it's like when they see Supergirl as a blonde, it's like, oh, that can't be Linda Lee. Whereas with like Clark Kent and Superman, all he does is put on glasses.
1: And what are you saying? You can't be completely different? I like sports. Yeah.
0: Though. I'm going to go but do a punching we're... bag. I'm going to punch it real hard.
1: Guys.
0: You're going to do yeah. a punching bag?
1: I've been meaning
3: to tell y'all that Hannah Montana didn't retire. I'm Hannah
0: Montana. you. <laughs> what? I mean, Hannah, what? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I... I've been wearing a wig this whole time.
0: All the pieces make sense. So did
1: Miley pass down the mantle to you? Yep. Or is it like but okay? I can't
3: go, into, I can't go into any further detail.
1: I appreciate the uh keeping the secret with us, with us we though we're on a podcast that many other people will listening to. Here's
0: the thing. You
3: know, it little be our little secret. Uh,
0: Just like in the uh,
3: Hannah Montana movie. Secret kept. When... Yeah the town finds out about her secret and they're like, we promise not to tell. That's a different podcast for a different time.
0: Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. I was going to say,
4: did they have a Spider-Man in Spider-Man
0: too. When he's fighting Wait. Doc Ock on the train and uh, Doc Ock's like, huh, are you going to follow me or save these people? And he runs off in the city. And because Spider-Man such a good character and morally grounded, he saves the train, but he gets hurt in the process. And then the New Yorkers uh, carry him, over the train and gently sat him down and then uh they
1: two annoying children come up to spider-man's side and say you got this man! in the most annoying childlike possible voice that i've ever heard in all my years of watching cinema and i've never cringed harder when they're just like you got this, man! <laughs> shut up Kids don't talk like that. Oh, Sam,
3: so we, found, we found what makes Aaron tick.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was so annoying. And it just took me out of that moment. Because <laughs> it was an actual beautiful moment because all the adults were like, he's just a kid. Exactly. And you're like, wow, nothing can bring us New Yorkers down.
1: And then those kids talked. And I wanted to punt my DVD. <laughs>
0: If you want more feelings like that, check out our Spider Man episode, our marathon non Marvel Spider Man episode on Patreon. Anyhow, yeah, anyway, uh, her disguise is better than Clark's. That's all I want to say. That's that's insane, James.
1: What? Uh, but I did kind of want to ask: Is does how does everybody feel about that? Because I know it's kind of like a joke nowadays. Where he just wears glasses and a suit and people are like oh that's just superman and we accept it nowadays but supergirl did have a better like disguise. yeah, I yeah.
3: I, and then also like here's one trope that i have just grown to not like at all is we associate people without glasses as having more power and yeah and glasses as like a as a disguise as part of our mask when in fact Mm -hmm. like and i just i hate those coming of age films or you know those rom-coms where oh look like a perfect example is she's all that rachel Mm -hmm. lee cook hot with glasses hello and then when yeah makeover without her glasses i mean she's still hot but it's just like i hate the fact that like glasses is being projected as not beautiful And so it, I don't want to say it's like the creators of Superman's fault for making that kind of associate, or I wouldn't say the glasses were even ugly on Clark Kent either, but it just, I don't like the media's representation of people who need extra lenses, corrective lenses.
1: It's like an ugly duckling. an ugly duckling. trope.
3: So I, I liked how Supergirl doesn't play on that so much.
1: Yeah. Damn, I dunked.
3: I'm not dunking this movie. I'm just. <laughs> I'm 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 dunking stereotypes found in film.
2: Uh, I think yeah. all three of you are algos.
1: That's fair. Uh, we're all wearing um, our glasses. But, but like, you can even see it in. Okay, well, kids, here's the argument you could make because in Endgame. Uh, you have Hulk, who is just now Perma Hulk.
3: Yeah,
1: um, he's got his glasses on and he's wearing them. And I gotta say, Ruffalo is hot. And then he's already hot with glasses or without. But Hulk Ruffalo with glasses, kind of okay. zaddy, yep.
0: definitely zaddy for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: But anytime he goes into action, he takes his glasses off, which we all know as people with glasses. If you are about to do something physical. Where you might have to <laughs> take your glasses off.
0: <laughs> so that's where I'm like, Ugh. But I, it is a trope that is like. But it makes sense. Stupidly like, used. I take off my glasses when I run, <laughs> like, because it gets annoying. I don't want to have this when I do anything. Or, like, when I played soccer, I'm not going to wear glasses. The ball could hit me in the face and break my glasses. Because you're yeah. on- into walls, James. What? It's a great uh, job. Walls?
3: Like, I, I, I want to kind of go back on that point that I had made. I guess then, Aaron, you bring up a good point. Like, Park Kent obviously probably had the whole glasses thing, you know, because he, he can't fight crime with, like, frames that might fall off. However, I just, I did want to point out that trope that we see in other yeah. genres.
0: I, I agree, and it annoys me. And I think totally. the biggest proponent of that is uh, uh, Velma from uh, scooby-doo no because <laughs> velma's great i love velma. like
3: I the glasses i think wait i don't know i could pull off i could pull off a velma look we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put a poll on the shame watch and
0: instagram sure um but no what i'm saying is like uh velma's always like quote unquote the ugly one or like the too smart one and she loses her glasses she's useless but it's like no <laughs> she's great She's a key piece to the game.
1: Chances are, she figures out the. uh, She's the the smartest one. What do those kids even do?
3: Her friends are a little bit more square than mine, but I I respect them. Yeah, I respect her.
2: I'm
1: the only one that likes Supergirl. (laughs) I okay. I. (laughs) You mean I? I like the camp. I like the camp. I think it's it's funny. It's
2: definitely an ironic liking, so I'll be more than happy to pay the thirty bucks uh, because I think this is a movie that's uh, I enjoyed it the way that I enjoyed watching cats. Uh, this, this this okay absolute catastrophe.
0: Uh, I like but, this way more than cats,
2: and I like this a lot more than Superman three and four. I'll tell you that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh, are we going to rank these? Uh, Because I'll tell you right now, Crypt on the Super Dog, the series, is on the very top for me. (laughs) Uh,
2: One of my favorite shows of all time. Superman
1: film rankings,
2: baby. because
1: Which one has Richard Pryor? Three.
3: I do want to say that the Superman roller coaster at Six Flags Fiesta Texas is probably the best ride in the whole park. It's like... Huge, there's a huge loop and then superman is at the top
0: y'all y'all it's cute y'all. i'm i'm making this official when we go to Bowling green ohio i'm also going to take you to cedar point the best roller park in the world okay it's Here's not it. exaggeration it's been ranked uh, people it is. love it and it's awesome and it will destroy six flags
1: they were the first ones with the giga coaster. Yeah, they're, they're, top thrill I, I got into a weird roller coaster fascination.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know it was Millennium Force first, and then Top Thrill beat that, and then Japan beat us by twenty feet with their iron Dr- Iron Dragon or whatever it was. Sorry, Kenny, go ahead. Sorry, right, I've just got my Superman movie rankings that I've
2: hastily typed down.
0: Uh, oh, oh, wait! Like right now, or have
2: you had this? I prior? just thought of it. Now it's really easy to rank them because most of the are bad, uh, which I think contributes to people not caring about
1: Superman movies in general. So is this gonna include Reeves, Jesus, and uh Jesus. Henry Cavill? Yeah, the guy who played Jesus and Passion of the Christ. Jim he's always never Superman. You just watch pa- I Oh wait, no, he was up he was a possibility, sorry. Yeah. But who was is, who's is the one in the middle that we all forget trying to Rouse.
3: remember? Brandon
1: yeah. There we go.
0: Uh, Shaw from Chuck. Well, uh, I don't Chuck? No. 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 <laughs> I really like that show.
2: Uh, my rankings go uh, the original Superman. Uh, Superman calling the movie. Uh, Superman Returns It's my number two. Love that movie. Love, love, love that movie. Superman 2, the theatrical cut. Superman 2, The Richard... But Supergirl, Superman 4 the quest for peace. Superman 3, and finally, at the very bottom, Man of Steel. Oof. Oof. I think that is All right. really bad.
0: Wait, what about the animated Superman movies? There are, are none theatrically. There are some on DC Universe. And you can uh, sign up to DC Universe... With uh, no special code from us, but I do recommend it because it's a cool service. I've been thinking about it. It's very cool. There's such a blue balls
4: way of using a code. I know. <laughs>
0: I really want to get back into us having ads, so that was my way of doing that. One of the things that I genuinely found charming about this movie is
2: probably its blatant disregard for any logic
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, when she, uh, she takes that uh, the little flower and then zaps it with her eye beams and it turns into a bloomed flower?
2: Uh, per- connecting it back to the earlier mentioned Snyder Cut, because comic book fans are just so irate and care so much about continuity and logic, but at the same time, it's still about people flying and shooting lasers out of their eyes. And having x ray vision.
0: See, uh, that's why I, I, I like this because, like, yeah, there is no logic. And it's, it's just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna she instantly
2: change it to a Superman suit for reason. And it makes just as much sense as Superman uh, being able to generate heat with his eyes or making yeah. a kiss at the end of Superman. Yeah. It uh, does it matter?
0: When does he reverse time?
3: Oh my gosh, can I just talk about a a relatable moment? Yeah. Uh, So after Linda and Ethan kissed her the first time, you know, she's obviously taken aback, like, this is her first kiss. Like, she's feeling that sense, like, physical sensation. And when she gets back to her dorm, she's, like, puckering in the mirror, and then she's, like, about to kiss her reflection. You know? (laughs) We've all been there when we were younger, like, trying to practice, like, our Have we? I don't know. Have, have, have we? <laughs> Putting out there for people who have.
0: Okay. Okay. Have we're not, had, Olivia, we're not shaming you.
3: I have not. I mean, I was 19 when I had my first kiss. so I was a late bloomer anyway.
0: I was 16. All right. Uh, that ended that discussion. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I was just saying, like, relatable. I, I could see other people doing that, you know? Like, oh, wow, like. Like, after having crossed that milestone, like,
0: mm-hmm.
3: wow, that's really great. You know, and, yeah. and then you start thinking about
0: how to thirst trap them.
3: That. That's that's true. Which, by the way, listeners, if you are interested in how I execute my thirst traps, sign on to our Patreon. We are in the process of developing a new tier. Yep. I will develop a webinar exclusively for those who are interested.
0: Yep. At the 15, was it 15 or 25?
3: It's to be determined, but just to check out all of our additional content, content. Excuse me, visit patreon.com/shamewatch.
0: Sure. Nice, nice. Oh man, our ads are great. This episode, yeah. we are on point, y'all. Speaking of great ads, they go to
2: Popeyes at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So at one point, Lucy is talking with Linda, and I think Linda goes, "I'll meet you at Popeyes." My brain just at that point is going. I guess there's just a restaurant called Popeyes. Surely this can't be the fast food chicken restaurant. Nope. Uh, and then
0: they literally go to a Popeyes. Yep. yep, yep. It reminded me in uh, Saving Silverman when it was like, "I'm going to Arby's. What do you want? The new beef, whatever, whatever." The the new the new
1: uh, Montana. What was
0: it? Yeah, Big Montana. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: The
2: mac and <laughs> go to McDonald's and every ethnicity is there and every type of uh, occupation is there and there are break dancers in the parking lot. That's what it felt like to me. I've never (laughs) seen that film. Uh, It was incredible and everyone is so excited to get their Popeyes.
3: You know what's funny is to go back to the the whole camp part of this movie is just the hysteria that starts with Selena just wanting to get that D from Ethan. And uh, next thing you know, he's just, like, walking in stupor. And then... (laughs) So good. uh, What is it called? It's not a bulldozer, but, like...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
3: so so then the construction vehicle, I don't have a name for it, but he, like, scoops him up. And then next thing you know, you see, like, just all this... You see, like, the... You see the vehicle moving to the gas station and like running over these tires. Next thing you know, the gas station ceiling is like falling yeah, and, yeah. and there's a fire. And then all this stuff, there's these two cars that hit <laughs> head on. And then Lucy is like, hey, I, somebody's got to do something. So she <laughs> gets onto the vehicle. And then she's trying to operate it, but then lo and behold, she hits her head and she's unconscious. And it's just like this string of catastrophic events until finally Supergirl intervenes. But I just thought that was so funny. I'm like, man, all just because Selena wanted that bee.
0: And that's a good uh, <laughs> uh, thing to point out, that sex is evil and you shouldn't want it. That's what I learned about the that yep that's
1: what ratatouille that's what
0: me. friday the 13th movies taught me uh oh that's actually <laughs> i i want to talk to you about not right now but later my favorite moment in all of friday the 13th it's in jason uh goes to space oh, boy that movie it's great that's a
2: great, great movie i
0: love it a lot more entertaining than the other ones uh i don't know jason goes to uh manhattan or takes manhattan it's pretty good love that one that one was a. But, oh, uh, but the but movie we are talking about is Supergirl. Is Ernest Goes <laughs> to Jail. Uh, because
2: he was walking around in a stupor because Selena had created a love potion in order to make Ethan fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. Why is not exactly clear
0: to me? Because she wanted the D. Yeah, yeah that sounds reasonable. He didn't
3: want um, Nigel. Nigel was clearly no. posting.
0: Well, yeah. uh, there is, in the beginning, like... I think it's like before or at the party, she's like, oh, I'm going to uh, make people fall in love with me because if people are in love with you, they'll do whatever you want, including like jumping off cliffs and whatever your bidding is. Oh, he looks good looking. He's a good one. And that's why she wants uh, Ethan to fall in love.
3: Although she broke girl code because if your best friend is interested in the same guy and she called him first.
0: Which, Which she did. Yeah, and then yeah, Selena yeah. was like, uh huh, no, I have the love potion.
3: Yeah. It would be a different thing if Bianca was like, Hey, I'm interested in you, and then it didn't work out, but then yeah. she gave Selena her grace to like go ahead and proceed. But no, Selena was just like, But she's being a tough boss ass bitch, which I also respect. Sure. She's like, No, you know, I'm I know what I want and I'm after him.
2: Also, for this movie being incomprehensible, I kind of genuinely liked all the performances in this movie. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. They knew I what would they expect were doing.
2: Peter O'Toole to just kind of show up and catch a paycheck, but he was he was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I expected him to be like uh, to, to jarl his performance in this, and just kind of show up, but he he kind of killed yeah, it. He was great. Uh, yeah, I think I'll
2: move to Venus. It's great. It's outstanding. Because at the beginning, what was his name? Uh, Zoltar. Zoltar. He's he's bored of living in Argo City, even though he created the city. So he's thinking of moving to another planet, like either Saturn or Venus or
3: one of those things. And he loves Earth. Oh, and he knows about horses and as the horse lord. I particularly oh, yeah. love that. <laughs> and I also love that shot when Supergirl's flying and that, fun, that group of horses is running down
0: the pasture. Oh yeah yeah, 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 I remember
1: that. Yeah, I gotta say, I thoroughly enjoyed when she's finding her power. Yeah, powers. it's just delightful. That was really not. I yeah, and I'm I'm with Kenny too. I'll I'll donate thirty. Yeah. Um, it I I, I ironically like this movie just because there was some parts where I was like, oh, that's cool. Like Superman doesn't fly. It's just he's got so much force off the ground that it's he's just. It's just, yeah, so it's that nice explanation of it was really cool. Um, there were some parts, the, the tractor scene, I love a good hay bale in a small town scene where somebody hits the, the truck that's hauling hay bales and they just fly across the, the city. And it we all know that that was the talk of the town for three whole yeah. weeks. So I, I like silly stuff like that. I And it's campy. I, yeah, I'll pay the 30 bucks because I ironically Thank like you, it. Thank
2: you, Aaron. So that's $30 bucks, uh, thirty <laughs> from Aaron.
1: I'm donating to the, um, uh, the... Is it Minnesota Freedom Fund?
0: I think so. Uh,
2: what am I donating to? Uh, this thing, the Nationwide Bail Fund, uh, where you get a donation and it splits it amongst all of these uh, bail funds. Nice. So, uh, what else did I, movie? I really like this movie? Uh, even though it's...
0: You, you ironically liked it. Uh,
2: have you guys heard of this trope, Born Sexy Yesterday?
0: No.
3: No, but I, I think that's a great like motto. That should be an artwork. That should be a shirt. Uh,
2: so I think found out about it through the pop culture detective YouTube channel. And basically the yesterday trope is usually to it, it's usually some woman that is a, in a fish out of water situation and is just basically going around going, "What is this? What is water? What is kids? What is all of those? all of these things basically outrageously innocent they might be super strong and just have no idea what the heck is going on at any point uh, the thumbnail that you might be able to see right now is uh, the fifth element with Lilu also in Tron Legacy um, and this movie very much so Supergirl is a born sexy yesterday archetype where she comes in and doesn't know who's are doesn't know what bras are Oh,
3: yeah, that was, that was funny. When she's putting the bra over her
2: shirt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and with something. Uh, she There's the one thing that was so the one thing. One of the things that was so weird is whenever she's in the shower, because for some reason we have to have a shower scene with all of these girls that are in high school. Uh, she's taking a shower, and it's like she's never, ever felt water before. Yeah. Water is... Uh, that was ugh, hilarious. Uh, I mean,
0: the shower scene was there, but it didn't feel like maybe I'm biased. It didn't, it didn't feel male gazy. Olivia, what, what do you think?
3: I mean, it kind of, if anything, it kind of amplified the whole women going against women.
0: Mm-hmm. Because period. the two women bullies that were there. Exactly. Yeah, women can be bullied too. They, right.
3: can. they can, which women, it's 2020. We need to stop. We need to stop, okay? Like, we all have a common en- enemy and we know who that is. I don't need to discuss it on here. So, just, yeah.
0: <laughs> Oof, Thank you
3: for coming to my TED Talk.
0: <laughs> and you'll get more of that on Patreon. Uh, but Supergirl doesn't
2: know about browser tattoos, but she knows what a water tower is and is able to punch a hole through a water tower and instantly put out the fire in the middle of the town square,
1: which is really great. Yeah, ah, damn it, Kenny, the way you talk about it, the more I like it.
0: <laughs> it's so much fun. I, that's what I've been saying from the start. Uh, then let's
2: move on to a rousing rendition of this podcast's favorite game, or well, might be the second favorite game. Uh, stats and the are pretty fun. The Rotten Tomatoes game! Oh. Uh,
1: boop, 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 boop,
2: boop, splat. The website Rot Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, that averages them out by a pass-fail system that assigns a percentage on how many people might think a movie is either fresh or rotten. This is not a score that a film is X percent good. It is only a score of how many people elected. I'm going to be asking you two. Uh, and by you two, I mean all of you for two scores, uh, one being the critical score as well as the audience score and giving me guesses of uh, what the approval rating is without going under. Uh, starting with Mr. Salinas, out of 32 critical reviews for Supergirl, Oof. what do you think the approval rating is for Supergirl?
1: Oof. I think it's around the number that did it. So I'm going to say
2: 35. 35%. Olivia?
1: This movie could have been an hour. And and I agree with that. I, it's, I ironically liked it, but it could have yes. been an hour. <laughs> I'm
3: going to say 40%. So Aaron's logic that slightly more optimistic.
2: from Aaron, 40% from Olivia. Mr. Fight? 60%. Ooh. 60. 6-0. 60.
0: Going for the catch-all. Sure. Mr. Salinas,
2: you're closest without going under, so congratulations. Uh, The correct answer is 9%.
1: Whoa! Oh, Oh my
2: gosh.
3: Is this...
1: We haven't had a single digits in a while. Is this
3: the lowest rated film we've had?
1: It might be. I think so. Yeah, I think the lowest previously was like
2: maybe a 10 or a 13. But maybe has a different opinion Uh, out of 49,000 audience (laughs) reviews. Starting with Mr. Fight, what do you think the audience approval rating is for Supergirl? 63%. 63%. Olivia? I'm
3: going to say 55.
2: 55, 50. Mr. Salinas, you played it low this time. Do you want to continue that strategy? Yeah, let's do 45. 45. Oh, folks, we have just accomplished something that is very rare. We've got a two-hander. Aaron, you win yet again. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, the correct answer is 26%. Whoa. Damn. Wow. This- uh yeah no one likes this movie period
0: (laughs) they were having fun sure uh we're having fun episode of shame watch thank you to denise hudson for our rocking theme song and to james garcia for our artwork don't forget to rate review and subscribe to shame watch on spotify apple podcasts and wherever podcasts are found have suggestions, questions, comments, or general tomfoolery you want to contribute to the pod? Send it our way. Visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at pod so we can talk with you. Finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash It does cost money to put out superb content like this pod, so even a $1 donation can make a huge difference. Uh, Aaron, what happens up th- at the $10 level? $10 level
1: you get everything in our previous uh listings but you also get our uh high yeah. and picture of my a picture yep. of my feet That's right. <laughs> a- and
0: uh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I think it, that's at the $10, yep. right? You got it. Uh Olivia hey. what happens at the $7 level?
3: You get everything from at the 2, 5 and $7 <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you get everything at the <laughs> two, five, and seven dollar levels, which includes behind the scenes content. Yep. I'm surprised I remembered that. Um, other info is the, the bonus episodes that we put out, including Shame Watch TV and the movie marathon episodes, my autographed headshots, which I can tell you guys they're coming. I, I can tell you they're, they're great, and yeah, and then the, the pre show banter
0: uh kenny olivia did a lot of work for you what happens at the five dollar level uh at the shameful level you get the yummy bits uh talking
2: about the stuff that we talk about before the podcast as well as access to our uh, other podcasts including our movie marathons and stream watch tv
0: and i forgot to add to the copy olivia's headshot but well, that's not on you that's on good old james fight uh and at the two-hour level, you get access to our movie marathons and the Watch TV, hosted by Olivia Suarez. Uh, and you also get to hear your name read aloud during the credits, which I will do right now. Starting with Kenny Madison. Of Austin, Texas. Salinas. Uh, Gene Fight. A Bowling Green. Uh, I- Alan Smith. Of Leander, Texas. Bradley McPherson. Of Tulsa, OK. Jennifer Steinberg. Of Austin, Texas. Kirk. Of Austin, Texas. Ian Keegan. Of Gillette, Wyoming. Danny Cantu. Of San Marcos, Texas. Miranda Suarez. Of San Marcos, Texas. And Irene Suarez. Of San Antonio, Texas. Until next time, our watch has now ended dive at your own risk
1: how great is krypton seriously nobody's
3: it's a God, good... God, God, God. Wait, wait 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 super pod
4: Oh, <laughs> damn it i forgot about ah oh.
3: <laughs> <sighs> <laughs>